Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, welcome to episode number 107 of the Familypreneur podcast. It is another Friday Reflections week, and I want to welcome you. Thank you for joining me. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode. Now, on every Friday, we talk about some reflections. So that's things that are going on in my life, things that I just want to share with the world, and hopefully there's a lesson or something in there too, right? So two weeks ago, we talked about asking permission from our kids before we share their stories. And that is what I did. I asked permission from my kiddo before I shared her story last week on a very sensitive topic for her. I shared that story last week. And then this week, I want to follow it up with um, a really difficult story for me to tell. So I am putting my happy face on right now, and I'm going to see how long that lasts. But I am recording these episodes in three separate segments for a couple reasons, primarily because I have given my daughter permission to withdraw her piece of the story at any time. So we will not talk about the details of her story in this episode. You will have to go back to episode number 104 if you want to hear her story, and her story will be there as long as she is comfortable with it being there. Otherwise, I may take it down at any time because that is her right, because it is her story. So um, like I said, it was a very sensitive topic, and I had some conversations with her surrounding mental health issues because it was related to a mental health issue. And during the discussion, you know, my husband and I had talked a lot about how mental health issues are stigmatized. And when we were talking to her pediatrician and the nurse and people at school, you know, everybody wanted to know if there was a history of mental health issues in her family. So I reflected on family members and said, no. But then I realized the real answer is not that I know of, right? Because mental health issues are still very stigmatized and people don't just talk about them, right? Like it's just not something you talk about, even within your family. So I don't know really if any of my siblings or cousins or second cousins once removed or, you know, whoever, uncles, aunts, I don't know if any of those people are dealing with mental health issues or any of the people who have already passed on. You know, my dad, my grandparents, their grandparents. I don't know. And I would wager to say that most of us don't know. Some of us do, but most of us don't. Just because we aren't aware of mental health issues in our lineage does not mean they don't exist. 
And I had to, I had to really evaluate myself because I know that I've been dealing with my own issues, you know, and sometimes I just feel like I don't have control over how I feel, over how I react to things. Um, and sometimes after reacting to something, I experience a lot of guilt and regret about how I reacted. Yet I find myself in the same situation over and over again because, again, I seem to be out of control. And after having these discussions with my daughter and having these discussions with my husband, I began to wonder if I was doing an injustice to everybody. Because I've wondered if I was dealing with my own mental health issues for a while now. I've seen signs, you know, symptoms, I don't know. I felt like it could be a possibility, but I've avoided talking about it. And I've avoided talking about it with anybody, even professionals, you know, who would be able to to give me an answer to help me with this. Um, and this situation, it impacted me. And I decided that I was going to talk to somebody. So the first person I talked to was my husband. Um, I let him know what I was thinking and got, and he, of course, was in full support of me seeking out a professional opinion. So then I did that. I called my doctor and I got a professional opinion. I went in, I had an intake and all of that stuff and talked to somebody, right? Just about the issues that I feel like I've been dealing with. And in the process, I've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Now, this doesn't come as a huge surprise to me. It doesn't. Because I know that I deal with anxiety. I guess I just didn't know that it wasn't normal. Because it's always been normal. Or as long as I can remember, it's been normal. So... It explains some of the reactions that I have, some of the irritability I feel um, at times. It explains some of my sleeping patterns. It explains just a lot of stuff (laughs) that's been going on in my life. So at that point, we decided to try a combination of medication and therapy. And as of right now, I don't really have a huge report on that. This is literally something that's happening in my life right now and we're dealing with. But as it relates to last week's episode, I think an important part of the story is that after all of this went down, I returned to my daughter and I had this conversation with her. I explained some of the reasons why I don't think that I'm always the best mom or the best wife or the best me that I can be, and that I've realized that part of it part of it might be because my mind is a little sick, and so I had to go see a doctor to talk about those issues. And I think it's important that we do that with our kids. She knows I'm not perfect because she sees me every day, right? It's not like, you know, my Instagram, <laughs> my Instagram account, every day in my house. It's real life in my house. And she knows I'm not perfect. I want her to know that when I don't have the answers, 
or when I feel out of control, that I'm seeking help. I'm seeking those answers from other people. I got to be honest here. This is kind of an awkward, uncomfortable conversation for me to be having. And I think it's because I know that mental health issues aren't talked about enough. So I don't have a whole lot of insight or anything like that. I really just wanted to share my story today. I wanted to share a story that will hopefully hit for other people. You know, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Our Instagram grids is not real life. We're all dealing with stuff. You know, I have a lot of people who say to me, how do you do it all? How do you do it all? And the truth is that sometimes I don't, right? Sometimes I I break down and I lose control. And I want everyone to know that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to get help. And that's what I hope lands from this story is that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to get help. And I hope that if you feel like you need help, that you can reach out to somebody and get that help. I appreciate you. You are important. Your message is important. Your time is important. And I appreciate you spending your time with me today. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. That's all for now. Bye. a favor share this podcast to a friend it's like my mom always says sharing is caring <laughs>